Ladies and gentlemen, throw your excuses out the window. Sit back and listen to the next hour-long conversation with Alyssa Kalerik. And you will realize that if you're making excuses of why you can't, you better start changing your mentality and start talking about why you can. No lifestyle is going to bring you down or hold you back. No job or career is going to bring you down or hold you back. Your kids are not going to hold you back. Your husband or your wife will not hold you back. Injuries will not hold you back. So if you're making these excuses, I suggest you turn up the volume and listen closely to what comes next in my fascinating and inspirational hour-long discussion with Alyssa Kalerik, who is a mom, wife, businesswoman, and now an elite runner who has her sights set on 2018 and big things ahead for her running. Without further ado, I welcome Alyssa. I came across you. You are the last person that I would have ever expected to be what I'm going to call an elite runner. I came across you. I, I, I recently ran my first 10K uh, downtown Cleveland, the Christmas story run, and um, was looking at the results because I wanted to see, oh, who else? You know, I did okay. I ran it in like 57 minutes, right? You did good. Yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> and it was my first one, like I said. So <laughs> I was just hoping to beat one hour. Okay, so I, I accomplished my goal. But I wanted to see, like, what what are the best runners in this race do, right? So I was on the Christmas Story website looking up the top 10 runners. And I happened to see one female name in the top 10 who happened to be Alyssa Kalerik. Am I saying your last name? Kalerik. Okay. It's fine. And um, <clears throat> so I started looking back looking into your background or looking you up on social media i looked at your instagram and you know i was expecting some you know young 20 year old woman who's you know track and field star and um been running her whole life and when i was looking at you i was surprised maybe shocked that wait a second this is person's this person's you know 30 31 years old and has two kids, has a husband. It appeared that you had a full-time career, and I'm going, holy shit! How did she just? How did she just come in the top ten overall out of like what? It was north of a thousand runners in this race. So, um, tell me, tell me a little bit about what you do, what your background, and and what you did to prepare for that for that recent 10K race, which was just the beginning of December this this past month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually was talking to a friend I was running with this morning, and we were talking about running and all of that stuff and how he started running. And I mentioned that I'm one of those people that would like fake being sick to get out of running a mile in gym class. Really? <laughs> and, now, like, and now you're like, yeah, I pay to run 26 <laughs> miles, which seems insane. But wow. I am, um, I started running about two and a half years ago uh, in 2015. And I, I just decided I was going to run and I signed up for a half marathon, not knowing what I was getting into that wasn't your first race. It was. Your first race ever was a half marathon. It was a half marathon. So let me stop you real quick. Two and a half years ago. So mm-hmm. people don't understand. And how old were you two and a half years ago when you started? I think I, I think I was 28 and I was turning 29. Wow. Okay. 28, going on 29, never ran 
yeah. practically a day in your life, no. right? And how, how about your kids? How old were your kids at that time? Uh, 2015, they were six and five. Okay. So you've got a six-year-old and a five-year-old, mm-hmm. and you decide one day, hey, I, what, was there something that motivated you? Like, what happens when you just wake up one day and say, I'm going to go run, You're right? Um, so I had been working out at home, like, just doing, like, workout videos and mm. stuff like that, and I'd go for, like, two hours. And I'm like, well, okay, you know, a half marathon, that'll take about two hours. So I can work out for two hours. I can run for two hours. And we were at a wedding and we were uh, drinking and stuff like that. And there was someone there that had signed up for a half marathon too. And I'm like, I'm in better shape than she is. I, I can do it, you know. Right. So four weeks before the race, I decided I was going to run this half marathon. And I went out and started training and I ended up breaking my hip during my first half marathon at mile 12 and a half like oh my I God. must have like stress fractured it during training or something like that like I just did not train properly I had no idea what I was doing so um I ended up having to have surgery on that side it was the right side um and have a it was a compression so, screw so you're in. you're like half a mile from the finish line yeah right? I finished the race and I finished in and under two finished hours it. holy yeah. cow <laughs> and you just started training 30 days prior yeah pretty much you you, you went from like you know uh, tequila shots at the wedding <laughs> to like the next morning holy cow you're, you're starting to train for a half marathon yeah right? and was, you hadn't maybe the uh ignorance is bliss right it was not uh, my best idea no so I had surgery. I couldn't run for two months and then I got back into it and I didn't, I didn't want to, like, I was really scared to start running again. You know, it kind of hurt. It made me really nervous. And then, you know, when I finally got back into it, my first race after that was the Christmas Story 10K in 2015. So you started, was it the summer of 15 or yeah, your the, first the um, ma- half marathon? Yeah, my first half marathon was May of 2015, um, May 2nd, 2015, I think it was. It was like two days before my 29th birthday. Jeez. Um, so yeah, I had I had orthopedic surgeon appointments on my 29th birthday instead wow. of having That's a crazy. good time. But I mean, literally, for anyone that doesn't know, I've been running for several years, and I still haven't done a half uh, half marathon. So oh maybe I should have just started with a half marathon, and then it gets easier from there. I, I don't know. But anyways, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So um, the Christmas Story 10K is just kind of like one of those races that I want to do every year just because it was like my first one back. You know, I finished it in, I think it was 47 minutes or something that this was year. The, this was your first official race post-surgery? Yes. So you ran a a half marathon Mm -hmm. in the summer, in May. You have surgery. Mm -hmm. And so backing up just a little bit is after that half marathon experience, like you're probably absolutely miserable, right? Like it was your first first real uh, test of, you know, competition or whatever, testing. Mm -hmm. You're kind of competing against yourself, but it was your first formal race. Yeah. And uh, then you have surgery. What's the recovery process like? And then are you kind of like thinking... I'm never running again. Like, what? what is that whole process for you? I actually signed up for the half marathon again right after. Oh, my gosh. She's, I was she's like, sick. I, I was like, I'm, do, <laughs> I'm doing this next year. I'm going to be healthy. I'm not going to break anything. I'm going to train properly, all of that. So, yeah, whenever they reopened um, signing up for it again, I signed up for it. But Wow. Um, yeah, the recovery was like, it was just two months of no running. Um, I could bear weight right after because it was like a compression screw that held like the the brake together so uh-huh. i was able to you know walk around i did a lot of pilates and stuff like that trying to get back into shape and 
Um, I mean, did you love the experience with your first race? What was it? Was it like uh, yeah, mentally for you? What was the, the... Yeah, it just was really cool. Like the whole running community is really, really cool to me. Like, you know, everyone supports each other. And like races, everyone comes out. Like especially for those bigger ones, everyone comes out and supports you. Like they're cheering right. you on and all that stuff. So. And this half marathon, you might, it was where was it? Uh, Cap City in Columbus. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, um, so it's 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 one of those experiences, at least for me, when I've because I've done some five Ks and some ten Ks, some five milers this year, mm-hmm. and when I'm in it, I'm like, this is my last one. I'm done. I fucking hate this, you know. <laughs> and then when I finish, and then like a few days go by or a couple weeks go by, I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta sign up again. Yeah. I, like I need to do another one. Yeah. And I haven't done the half yet. Obviously, <laughs> I haven't done a marathon. I haven't done a half. Mm-hmm. And from what I've seen on the videos and from hearing from people. You know, the experience doing at least a half marathon and running through the streets of a major city, feeding off the energy from the fans, and for the, it's like a whole different experience mm-hmm. from what I've heard. It's, it's really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. It's really neat. Different than the 10K, right? Different than the Christmas story. Yeah, there wasn't a lot. I mean, <clears throat> there were people there, but there wasn't a lot of, like, crowd support at that one. Like, right. at some points, I was, like, by myself with the bicyclist. Like, that was pretty much it. So. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you run your... You've recovered from your surgery, mm-hmm. um, and what did you start training? Like, did you start tra- taking your training more seriously after the surgery before the 10K, or what's that process? Yeah, yeah, I just started like running a little more and trying to build up mileage. Like, it's all about building up base mileage, which obviously I didn't know going into my first race. I just thought I could do it, but running so high impact that you need to start like. You know, if you're even if you're gonna do six miles and you've never run six miles before, you need to start with one mile and then you increase like ten percent every week so right. that you don't get injured like that. So you're doing it more methodical this time, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, talk about a little bit about like that training for you going into that, and then you run the ten k. Is the training kind of different than it would be running a half marathon or a marathon if you can? You know, yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, anymore, I don't train for 5Ks or 10Ks or anything like that. You know, I it's built into my base mileage. Like, right now, I'm in a marathon training cycle. So, like, this morning, I ran, I think I ran seven or eight miles, and it was easy it's mileage. No big deal. And yeah. yeah, and it's no big deal anymore, you know? It's not that far. That's, um, that's insane. I, I've never run seven miles in my life. The most for me is 6.2, so that's great. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, it just depends on, you know, what your goals are and stuff like that. Like some half marathon plans will take you up to running, you know, 12 miles the weekend before the race. And then you need to taper that week and that sort of thing. So it just depends on what you're trying to do. So for people that are in your position or, you know, any position, someone that's never run, um, people that have, you know, full-time jobs, people that have kids, but they want to start doing something, right? They Mm want to start running. They're inspired by people. They're seeing it. They think to themselves, I can't do it. What advice do you have on how to at least get started? Yeah, I mean, if it's a priority, you just have to make time for it. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's days, like, if I have speed work or I have a long workout, I get up at 3. And I'll go to the gym and I'll get my run in on the treadmill. And it's just, that's what's important to me, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, everyone can make time for something, even... And on days where I don't have hard workouts or something like that, I'll go, there's a Planet Fitness, like, two minutes from my work. I'll go walk on the treadmill. Like, someone could get a run in during that time and grab a shower, too. Like, it's just making time in your day to do what's important. Absolutely. So, um, so tell us a little bit about, so you do the 10K, right? Mm-hmm. 
And how did you do in that first 10K? The first one, uh, f- uh, 47 minutes something. Okay. Um, Which is still a really, really good time. Yeah, I was like super proud. I finished like seventh in my age group and I was like, oh yeah, that was so awesome. And, and, and for everyone listening, this is your second race ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you go and I mean, are you like, I mean, are you kind of like blown away by these, uh, this, this seems like such a unique talent and unique ability to be able to roll out of bed, run a half marathon 30 days after you sign up, you never run, have surgery, <laughs> you know, a few months later, you're running a 10K, mm-hmm. you just come in, like, you came in, what'd you say, 47 uh, minutes, Yeah. you know, yeah, I was like, I think it was seventh like or something, right, okay, yeah. so like, you're going into the new year, you're going into 2016, like, okay, I can do this, this is like, this is not that hard right this is what why are why are you're probably thinking why do people make such a big deal about this stuff this is easy to me but again you had never run yeah in your life so what are your thoughts going into the 2016 year then going into 2016 it was like the year of sign up for all the things just wherever you saw (laughs) a a link you were you were clicking on it i did way too much Yeah. yeah so like I started off 2016 with like a five a 5k resolution run on january 1st and then I like was looking for different races every month and um, I had like ultimately that was just to lead up to doing Cap City again. Okay. So I just kind of I worked races into and my that's training. In April, May? Mm-hmm. It was in at the end of April. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. So yeah, the ultimate goal at that point was to get through Cap City without breaking myself. Yeah, in and, and you're running five Ks and ten, you know, building up to it and I assume you're like you're probably coming in the top couple spots, right? I mean you're yeah, yeah, I won age group for those the the couple that I did um, before Cap City. So I think the one I came in like second in my age group, and the other one I think I was second in my age group too. It was like a Shamrock Run or something in Beechwood. Wow. So. So when you're training for those, you know the simple ones. Are mm-hmm. you just running on the treadmill? What's what's a what's a five k training? What's a good five k training program? Yeah, for that I, I didn't really know what I was doing at the time. So yeah, it was just running on the treadmill, getting runs in, making sure I was getting a little bit longer runs in. Um, and then when you say long, like what, four or five miles yeah. just to mm-hmm. get used to, to going a little bit more than a 3.1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That and strength training. Um, I actually started doing CrossFit in 2016 as well. Uh, I had a friend that owned a gym and she kind of got me into it. And then this was like Alyssa's revolution, like the 15, 16 years, she's just going running marathons and cross training. Like that's <laughs> it. So, so you started doing the workout, the strength training was important for you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it had been something I had been doing all along, but it was like me in my basement. Right. <laughs> you right. know, this like, is like more, you were doing more, uh, organized. Yeah. Gotcha. Know, more barbell work, more strength work, that sort of stuff. So, uh, do you believe in like the, for the treadmill running, do you believe in, you know, fast pace and shorter runs or is it interval training or is it incline or, you know, is it kind of all of the above and what do you, what kind of training do you use? So right now, like for back for the five case, back for the five case. Yeah. So that was just more, you know, getting runs in and it wasn't, I didn't try to run. Like you don't want to try and run fast all the time because your legs can't recover. Okay. Um, so it's just, you know, getting it in at the speed that you feel comfortable at and going from there. Gotcha. And what speeds were you going at? Like on the treadmill? Uh, Probably 738 pace which is like a 8.0 to 8.5 kind of in that yeah. mile per hour mm-hmm. for those who don't know the pace conversion <laughs> to the mile per hour so yeah. you're, you're going up to like eight in the eights on the treadmill mm-hmm. taking up to 8.0 8.5 and just going yeah and you're running for four or five miles at that same rate mm-hmm. and are you using inclines or anything no 
Okay. No, I still don't. The incline doesn't. It's it's no. overrated. Yeah, I think people read too much into that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a treadmill expert. Or yeah. Anything, yeah. Do you do you prefer indoor or outdoor training? If it's nice outside, I prefer outdoor. If, yeah. if it's like this, like negative, whatever it is yeah. today, it's indoor. Yeah. For, for those sure. listening that live in like Florida or anywhere Atlantic. First off, screw you, because we're stuck in this winter wonderland over here. But it, it is. It's harder for people that are in a, uh, you know, in this kind of climate during the winter times. I mean, people don't know. There's like a foot of snow on the ground right now, mm -hmm. you know. So in the winter time, if you're in a, in a northern half of this country and you're used to snow, it probably is, makes sense. You just got to do the treadmill work. I know people that hate the treadmill, mm -hmm. you know, avid runners that just swear that's the worst. But... What, what's the alternative, right? Running out yeah. and breaking your hip again on the ice, you know, slipping on the ice. <laughs> yeah, and that's my worry. I'm clumsy, so I just, you know, if it's like this, I'll use the treadmill. I had a friend run with me this morning, and I just talked to him the whole time. So it just that's makes crazy. it go by fast. And you ran, what, seven, eight miles this morning? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was like 7.7. .7 just a walk in the park. We, yeah. we understand. <laughs> so you ran the Capitol. You're back in uh, 2016. Mm -hmm. You're back for this, you know, where it all started, right, a year later. Yeah. And you have those thoughts in your head of, oh, sh this is where I got hurt last time. I'm sure mm -hmm. that was playing a, a role. So le take us into your, you know, your training leading up to that half marathon. Yeah. So I did, you know, the whole like, you know, build up my mileage, that sort of thing. The week before it, I ran, I think, 12 miles. Um, and I had my husband on standby running those 12 miles because it was a group run. And I was worried that I was going to break something or die or something. Like, I was really scared. <laughs> yeah. And um, the group actually ended up dropping me at, like, mile 11. So I called him. I'm like, can you come get me? Like, I don't know where I am. But then someone came back and found me and ran me in. And then really? he just met me at the end. So. That was that was okay. But there was no injury. No, no, it was fine. I just I didn't know where I was. And, and how did you train for that half marathon? Because I assume it was different than the year prior. So what yeah. what did you do differently? What was your regimen for that? Just ran more. Just worked running more into my strength training and all that stuff. Uh -huh. So I mean, it just if you want to run well, you got to run more. The strength training is it is it like a lot of lower body? Mm -hmm. uh, what kind of work are you doing? Yeah, so it, CrossFit. So, you know, it's built in, like, you do a strength before you do, like, a, a core workout there. So mm -hmm. just depends. Squats and, yeah. like, you know, mm -hmm. lunges and yep. anything anything legs, right? Calf calf raises, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and that makes a big difference in the – is that – it makes, like, a – if you're planning on running a half marathon, do you suggest incorporating – some type of strength training regimen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be CrossFit. It could be... No, it can be anything. Like, just pick up some dumbbells and, you know, do some lunges, do sure. some squats, you sure. know, work it in. So how did you end up doing at that uh, at that half? I ran it in 148, and I don't think I, it was a big race. I didn't really place anything, but it just, you know, I, I was proud of myself for And even... so you're running it at this time, so that you, you, you've been running for now for a year, we'll call it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and you did it at 148, so you're doing it at like an eight, mm, about an eight minute pace, is that right? I think so. Yeah, I give or take, spread around there. Yeah. Which again, for people that don't know, that is pretty ridiculous. I mean, to be able to do the, the eight minute pace for 13 miles, I don't care if you've been training for 10 years, that's a, it's a good time. That's a pretty good time. Uh, Alyssa's looking at me like, oh, no, it's, it's not <laughs> it's not that good, but, you know, it's a pretty good time. I've always heard that if you could run a, a marathon in under, like, four hours, you should be proud of yourself, okay? So, anyways, you've been running for a year at this point. Mm -hmm. 
No injuries in the capital city. Nope. Um, during this whole time and during your training, talk a little bit about what you have going on at home, if you could. It just, you know, kind of veering off track for just a second, but there's a reason for it. Talk about your personal life, whatever you can talk about, you know, being married, you having kids, yeah. and working, how you're juggling all that. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, my, my kids were starting school, all that stuff, um, and, you know, they're crazy. They're, you know, Gosh. It's it's a full time job. Right? You know, it's yeah. hard to even remember. You know, you kind of have like that parallel parental blockage of like remembering what happened. Yeah, of time. course, of course. You're like, uh, I don't remember my kids at like three but, years old and four years yeah, old. Yeah, you know? I know. Yeah. Like at that time, I was traveling a lot for work too. Um, I, and what do you do? I have marketing, digital marketing. So, okay. Um, I had like conferences and stuff I went to, or like I work for a company that owns a lot of other companies so I would travel to different brands and stuff like that and help them with their marketing oh that's cool nice all that so and that's a full-time mm -hmm. job okay yeah so you're traveling mm -hmm. you've got work you've got a husband you've got kids I mean yeah how, how, how are you seeming to fit in five miles ten miles 15 mile runs at this point like, what do you just my husband's really supportive <laughs> that's that's key folks really really that's supportive. Key. yeah yeah, I mean, he has his own hobbies and stuff that he likes to do, too, like he mountain bikes and all that. But, um, yeah, so it's just a matter of trading off hobbies because he doesn't run. Sure, so sure. I don't think he understands my running at all. <laughs> but you're, when you're people, you know, when you're running mm -hmm. for 10 miles, 8 miles, I mean, you're gone for several hours, right? Mm -hmm. So, like you said, you're either doing it before work. Yeah. You're getting up at four, 3, 4 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Or are you doing sometimes, are you doing night training? How does that go? No, I try not to. Um, I, I used to go to CrossFit at night. I don't anymore. It just makes the evening, you know, just not good, especially yeah. with two kids in school. Right. You know, I just try and get everything done in the morning. If it doesn't get done in the morning, it doesn't get done. So then you can spend time with the family mm -hmm. and, and do that thing. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so you're you're you finished that the half marathon in Columbus, mm -hmm. 2016. Yep. Um, from there what happens in your journey as you continue to because you know i see the wazelle and i see some of these other like when does this all start to the the, yeah. the brand is it coming at you or you're seeing like wait a second i'm doing whether you knew it or not you're doing some things that are pretty unique and extraordinary that not many people can do and uh so what does anything start changing and does your mindset start saying okay i've got bigger plans now at this point yeah so after i ran cap city i actually ran the cleveland half uh two weeks later right. i think um and i ran that <laughs> my husband's shaking his yeah. head out crazy steven's sitting here going she's she's a freak i could tell yeah um so i ran the cleveland marathon in two th or the cleveland half marathon in 2016 and it was the year it had basically every possible weather condition that could happen in a day okay during the race uh -huh. so it the sun was out it also rained it snowed it sleeted it hailed it did everything all within like a two-hour time frame. all within yeah. yeah so i um you know, I set out on that one to beat my time at Cap City, and I actually, I did. I ran it in 144 or something like that. I, I forget. But um, I was... And this was just a few weeks after you just ran a half. Yeah. So you ran a half. Is there a recovery process for the first few days? Yeah, I mean, there is. You want to do, like, a shakeout run probably the day after. One day half. after, really? Yeah. yeah, just go do easy run, like, way slow pace. Like, just get your legs moving, get your body moving. Like a 10-minute-per-mile pace or yeah. nine mi you know, somewhere in that range? Nice and, and slow, yeah. Uh-huh. So. so you recommend doing a shakeout run the day after? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you did a shakeout run, 
And is your body kind of sore for a few days or? Yeah, I was pretty sore. I wasn't used to running. Do you do anything else like, like massage a couple of days later or anything like that? That would be ideal. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do that, but uh -huh. no, that would be ideal. <laughs> well, Stephen was there for you for that. So <laughs> we understand. Um, so you're doing that and then you've got a couple weeks. So is it just getting back to it or is there a different is it a different form of training since you got to kind of get back on it two weeks later for the next race? Yeah, I, I was still kind of at the point where I didn't necessarily know totally what I was doing. <laughs> so it was more, you know, I just got back out and got my runs in, did my strength training, you know, did my thing and then ran another one. And so. now are you doing longer runs than the 13 miles or are you kind of doing those traditional plans like 10 mile runs? Or until, let's see, until September of 2016, I had never run more than 13 miles. Okay. So yeah, I always did like 12 or 13. I never did more than 13 Okay. So, at that time. So you, you ended up beating their, your personal time, Cleveland half. Yeah. And it was shitty weather. So it was, terrible. It was like, you couldn't believe it. Like, that's good, right? My my goose, or I had, um, what was I using at the time? The little like gummy things. Oh yeah. They yeah. froze and I <laughs> went Jeez. to go take them and I like choked <laughs> trying to take them because I couldn't chew them. And it's crazy. It was bad. Yeah. And, and if you're used to using those, mm -hmm. you know, so what do you do? You just... You throw them, throw them to the ground and hope you, the Gatorade or whatever they're handing out is going to, right? No, I, I figured it out. Oh, you figured but... it out. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, they were frozen. Um, yeah. So what's the, again, what's, now that you've gotten a couple of those behind you, you've been running for a year, does your mindset start, this is just over a year ago from right, right now, like mm -hmm. summer of 16. Yeah. So about a year and a half ago, does your mindset start to change about like what your long-term goals are with this whole running thing yeah yeah i just kind of i you know kept setting goals to beat you know whatever time i did last time so i did the cleveland half and then um there's not a ton of races really in the summer you know i did like the akron marathon series so i think i did the 8k that okay. year and then there wasn't much until august and um, you're, you're probably running 8ks in like 30 what 31 32 minutes i think something. i think that one that one was one where, okay, so I, I signed up for a 10K the night before the 8K. So I ran the 10K, I think, in like 44 or 45 minutes or something mm -hmm. the night before. And I don't like running at night, so that was ugh. Yeah. But then I did the 8K the next morning. I forget oh my what gosh. my time was. Jeez. But, yeah, that was a bad idea. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> that was a very bad idea. So do you like? Are you thinking to yourself, like, I can't believe I started running so late in my life? Do you ever, like... Or what's your whole thought behind this whole thing yeah, you know, a year into it? Yeah, I've had people tell me I wasted talent. Yeah. <laughs> like, just Seems like that to me. Yeah. You know? it's like, I, I wouldn't call it wasted talent. I mean, you know, some people never do anything and they probably could have been doing yeah. elite things. So I wouldn't call it. But people are probably saying, hey, if you were running cross country or track for your, you could have maybe been like a, who the hell knows? You know, like you could have, yeah. the sky's the limit. Because, okay, so you're. What ends up happening uh, the second half of 2016 with your running? Yeah, so I um, I met one of my friends who's an elite runner, and, you know, we've talked about, because I had run a 5K in July in, like, 19 minutes. It was, like, 1901 or something like that. Jesus. And so we were talking about... So jealous. <laughs> we were talking That's about crazy. that, and, you know, my personal best in the half was, like, 142 or something like that and she's like you know you can be faster than that like if your 5k time is 19 minutes like yeah. you should be a lot faster in the half so and for those that don't realize you're running you're running a 5k at like a six minute and what yeah. is it like a 610 pace give or take 615 yeah, something like so. that yeah yeah if so. you're running at 19 minutes mm -hmm. okay yeah so um i worked with her i started kind of working in on her training and running with her 
Um, and then when I did the Akron Marathon, the half, uh, I started out running with her. She paced me for the first like few miles or whatever, and I ended up running that in a one thirty two. And this is now in September. In September. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So my personal best before that was a one forty two. I wow. ran it in one thirty two. That's a huge difference, right? Yeah. 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 We started off her like goal marathon pace was six fifty. So my goal half marathon pace was six fifty. Okay. So, so we ran together, <clears throat> and it got really hot, and I think it, they dropped me at some point, but. I still ran it in 132, so. That's incredible. Yeah. And that was just from just training with her? Just, did mm -hmm. you, okay, what did you do differently to train for that? Um, so we did, we did a long run that had like some speed work in it. Um, so like we did, I think we did 10 miles and then we did intervals of like two minutes of hard running and then one minute break, like two minutes of hard running, one minute break, that sort of thing at the end of 10 miles. So really? it was all about like, just learning to run fast on tired legs, uh -huh. basically. Uh -huh. But yeah, she just, I, I think it was more just having someone to encourage me and believe in me that I could be faster than what what I thought I could be. Right. And not like, I think before that, before meeting her, I kind of got scared when my, I would go faster. Like I was afraid I would break again. Yeah, like burn out. Yeah. yeah. So. That's how I am, because when, when I'm running, like I did the 10K in a uh, nine minute, 10 second pace or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then I'm done, I'm like, I, I could have probably done like 8.55 or but or 8.30, I, I don't know. But yeah. I'm just thinking to myself, I, I don't want to end up walking for like, you know, for two minutes during the race. Yeah. So I'm just, mm -hmm. pacing is like a, it's a it's an art form, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, what, do you have any suggestions on what you do to make sure that you can, you know, stay at that pace, but still improve it to push yourself, you know, so you can improve? Yeah, so, um... I don't know. Do you want me to jump ahead? Sure. Jump whatever. Ahead. Yeah, this, is, this is easy. Whatever, you know, whatever you want to talk about. If you want to talk about sports, we can just stop the running conversation. You know, whatever, whatever. So like now what I do is like if you have a goal race pace or if I have a goal race pace, you, you just learn to get comfortable at the pace you want to run at. Okay. So um, I ran the New York Marathon in November. I see that. This I saw year. That. Yes. Um, and my goal pace for that was like a 740 um, 750 pace because I wanted to qualify for Boston and so I just I used a training plan from a book called run less run faster run less run faster mm -hmm. who wrote that do you know or no I don't know who okay. wrote it but run it, less run faster it, okay. it's on Amazon cool you can find it you can find everything yeah. right yeah yeah it, it but uh, I used a plan from that and like your last few weeks before running your marathon you're running a lot of your runs at goal marathon pace so like my last run before New York was a 10 mile run at like 747 pace and it gotcha. felt good. Like it was like, okay, you know, this is, this is comfortable. Yeah. I'm, and I'm okay with this. So you're running 747. This is all outdoor or mostly outdoor training. Uh, some of it. Well, I am, <laughs> I'm skipping around a little bit. It's okay. I am. Okay. So at the end of last year, I decided I wanted to run a marathon. So December of 2016. So I started okay. training for the Athens marathon in April of 2017. And that's Athens, Ohio, Ohio university yeah. area. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Not, not in Greece. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would have been a little bit nicer, but okay. Yeah. So during that training, I actually tore my labrum in my hip joint. Oh, geez. And they found out that like my hips, and I think this is why my hip broke too, like so easily. Um, my, ball and my socket have never fit together correctly on both sides 
Like, okay. so it's a thing called impingement. Uh huh. So, and it, that's what caused the labral tear. So, in so just a- genetics. Yeah. I mean, that's just genetics. Okay. Yeah. My body hates me. Yeah. I'm the same so. way. I'm worse. Trust me. So I ended up, instead of getting to run my first marathon in April, I had to have a labral tear surgery repair. Uh, okay. So this, and I think I saw this on, on some of your Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so this is beginning of this year, mm-hmm. right? This is January, February timeframe, yeah. 2017. So in January of 2017, I ran, we went to Arizona and I ran like a 5k there and a half marathon, the rock and roll series. At the end of that month, I had an awesome 20 miler. Like I ran it at 7:30 pace. I'm like, yes, you know, I'm going to be so ready for this marathon. This is going to be great. And then the following weekend I had to take it inside, um, and run on the treadmill a little bit. And for some reason I ran on like a different treadmill than usual. And I don't know what happened, but after that I like couldn't, I couldn't run anymore. Really? Like I had, I thought I stress fractured again. So I went and saw my orthopedic guy and he's like, no, you know, they did an x-ray that wasn't stress fractured. And so he sent me for an MRI cause sometimes stress fractures can't be seen on an x-ray. Uh-huh. And that was when they found out my, my labrum was torn. Oh so he, he referred me to apparently the guy who's a hip specialist. Yeah. And, yeah. Where'd you go to the clinic or uh, uh, UH? Crystal, Crystal clinic. The Crystal clinic okay the clinic all right so you're you have a surgery in february what is this april oh april okay so, you had the surgery in april yeah okay. i had to do six weeks of physical therapy because like labral tears they like you to do physical therapy before they'll do the surgery and i was very angry about it i am sure you were because <laughs> i knew i needed surgery but it was like they had to do i had to follow this whole protocol where i had to do physical therapy so i didn't run oh, this year from geez. february until july and so here you are it's been not even two years since you started your running journey Mm-hmm. And two surgeries later, right? I mean, yeah, two surgeries, not even two years. You still haven't run your first marathon yet, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were going to. You were derailed for yeah. because of the surgery, the second surgery. Um, and now you're out from April till July, you said? Yeah, February until July. Or February till July, yeah. because yeah, yeah, I yeah. couldn't run with a tear. And I was supposed to do Cap City again. You missed Cap City. You missed Cleveland. If there, you know, if there was any plan on Cleveland, I, I right? I kind of missed Cap City. I did Uh-oh. Cap City, the five k on crutches. Uh. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she probably won the race. Everybody, she probably <laughs> won the five k. So, what did you? What did you, you did on crutches? What do you? I mean, it, what is that? It took me an hour and fifteen minutes, and you still did it. And it was pouring down rain. <laughs> I mean, Stephen, you you have yourself like a uh, freak of nature over here, man. He I don't walked, know how you keep up with this. He walked it with me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was really cool, though. Like, I was really glad I did it because everyone was like, you know, high-fiving of me. And, oh, like, you were most, you were like the most popular, you know, you're yeah. like the guy from the, the, like the New York Marathon that's got the, you know, amputees or the prosthetic legs and you see these guys running the 20s you know, you know you're yeah. you were like the little the hometown hero or the local hero in that race i'm sure uh, i actually trained for it too like the weekend before i went out to our track by our house and i did three miles on the track on crutches just to make sure i could crutch for three miles i, I don't even know what to say <laughs> i mean like <laughs> anyone that makes any excuse why you can't run or why you you have something going on listen to this interview listen to it carefully there's no, you could do anything you can do anything you want to do if you put your mind to it um that's incredible so you're out until the summer this this summer mm-hmm. so then what happens you you're recovering you're doing your physical therapy 
what's next? Yeah. What happens? So in physical therapy, you know, they told me I could probably do my marathon. They gave me an estimate of, you know, you should shoot for four hours. Like that's, that's a decent time. And I was just like that, that was kind of, you were nauseated. Yeah. You're like, like, how dare you? (laughs) Yeah. That was kind of like, (laughs) I'll show you, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So I ended up, um, I had a trail race I did in July that was like 10 miles and that that went okay uh, it wasn't super fast or anything like that mm-hmm. I ended up having some really bad IT band flare-ups because what's what's that um, so like the the right the outside of your knee like where your IT band connects in with your knee ah. so if you have knee pain when you're running sometimes it's your IT band okay. so it like has to do with like how everything connects and stuff like that but it just flared up really really bad when I started running again like my hip felt okay but my IT band was really bad Wow. so I had to work through that I did a lot of training on the treadmill just because it was flat because mm-hmm. if I would get outside it would flare up like really bad again um, I ran the Goodyear half in August and I just had a really, really hard time. Like I finished in 150, which is a good time. Like it's, it's not like it's a bad time. Very good time. It's a good but time. But it wasn't, you know, when your best is a 127, I, you know. Yeah, it, you're, you're disappointed no matter <laughs> what, right? You're yeah. just, it is what it is. Even though you know that you have, you were out. Yeah. I mean, how do you get your heart rate? I mean, is it just like, it just comes to you naturally, like to get your heart rate up for that long period, you're, you're out for five months. Yeah. And you're right back in it running again, a 10 mile or like, mm-hmm. how are you keeping your, is it just, are you just naturally gifted or are you doing something different? I think my low, my heart, resting heart rate's kind of low to begin with. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, it's just pushing through it, I think. And and, but, and so you hear that all the time is like a lot of it's mental. Do you look at it the same way with the running or? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, you just can't get inside your own head. You kind of have to get in the zone. Like when I run, especially distance, I don't use headphones or I was anything ask like you that. that. Yeah. Like I just, you know, kind of pay attention to what's going on with my body and that sort of thing. So half marathon, you won't do a, uh, music or anything. Mm-mm. You won't even listen to this podcast. <laughs> no. Jeez, that's crazy. <laughs> no, if I'm on the treadmill, I'll listen to something or I'll watch Netflix or something just to keep myself distracted because our gym, like the wall in front of the treadmills is green. They call it the green mile because you're literally just staring at a green <laughs> wall. Crazy. For well, I, actually, hour. I've heard both uh, takes on it that some people swear by not using the headphones at all, mm-hmm. some people think that, you know, it's good because it changes it up a little bit. But I've also, I've heard that, like, with the half marathons or the marathons in, like, the big cities, New York, Boston, Chicago, Columbus even, mm-hmm. I've heard, like, you're miss if you're listening to music, you're missing out on this incredible uh, energy from the, from the crowd. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, New York. I, <laughs> that was... It, it was incredible. Like the the crowds really just came out and they were cheering and you know they would just it was crazy. Like the, there was only one part of that course that didn't have crowd support and it was the Queensboro Bridge. And you got halfway over it and you could hear everyone on First Avenue cheering for you. Really? And wait, is that so, the beginning where you start? And no, okay. Queensboro Bridge is like mile thirteen. Because don't you start on a bridge too? Or you do. You, okay. There's five bridges. You start on the Verrazano Narrows. Okay. So you start up on that. And Are there fans there or not really until you? get off that one too there's not really yeah um, but you're like everyone's running together yeah there's no room for you yeah. for anything at yeah that point. so like yeah. for me i found a couple teammates at the start line and i was running with them and talking to them anyway so i wasn't paying attention at that point wow so and, and this was in november mm-hmm. right no, early november first week yeah so backing we'll get back to this so because <laughs> uh, this is just fascinating but so you you've um you are now it's 
August, September. When did you sign up for New York? How, how did you know you were doing that? New York. So I signed up for New York in January of last year. Like I wanted to do New York. I saw it on TV in November of 2016. Right. I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. Like I want to run the New York marathon. Like mm -hmm. I love New York City like so much. So um, I had to put in for it. There's only a certain period where you can apply. I had to apply for it. I applied for it with a half marathon time. Like you have to qualify or you have to go in the lottery. Right. So I applied for or raise a bunch of money, right? Yeah. That's the other option. Yeah. Okay. So you had to have like a sub 132 half, which I did. So I was able to apply for it and get accepted and all of that. And I actually found out I got accepted to it like right around the same time I got injured. Oh, geez. So like my whole goal going into surgery and meeting with my surgeon was you need to make it so I can run the New York Marathon. Yeah. Like, there was no no ifs, ands, or buts about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Need, you, you need to fix me and make it so I can run this marathon because <laughs> got, I am doing yeah, it. Yeah, you're like, I've got like seven months it, until the marathon, so, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, with seven months. So then the summertime, you're getting back into it. Mm -hmm. What what is so? Um, did you run any big races? I know you said you did ten milers. Anything else in between, or you just start training for New York? Yeah. So um, they gave me in physical therapy. They gave me a run walk protocol. Like basically, it was you know you had to work your way up to running for thirty minutes. You know, run for three, walk for two, that sort of thing. So I did that, and when I got off of that, I started using that run less, run faster book. Ah. So I did. I was on a team relay for Burning River, um, so I did that in at the end of July, and then I did Goodyear, which like just kind of crushed me because it uh -huh. was just it didn't go well, and my knee flared up. Goodrich was how long? Uh, Goodyear it was a half mi Goodyear. half marathon. Okay, okay. So you still right have <laughs> never had never run a full marathon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So. Um, you know, I just kept training. I did a team relay for the Akron Marathon that was just six miles. Mm -hmm. um, and then I did the Columbus Half Marathon, which was 13. And I actually ended up running that in a 134, Jeez, which oh, was man. decent. Decent. Yeah. <laughs> then we, we won't so, come up with the word for what I would run it in then, if that's yeah. just decent. <laughs> and I actually, um, I kind of, so I had a 20-mile training run the same day as the Towpath Marathon. So I ended up signing up for the Towpath Marathon at the beginning of October, and I ran that. And that, I don't know what I did there. I decided I was going to run it with my headphones just because it was a smaller race and there wasn't a ton of crowd support and that sort of thing. And the headphones irritated me by, like, mile 10, and I had them off. And then I saw him at um, mile 17, and I um, ended up handing him my headphones and then I got to like mile 18 and I walked. I just had a really, really, uh, really hard days. time. Yeah, it was yeah, bad. Yeah. It was really humid. It was uh -huh. really, really humid. Uh -huh. um, so I just had a really rough time. I'm glad I did it just because it really, really prepared me for New York. Like it, I got to figure out my timing of my nutrition, like that sort of stuff. Like I took the Gatorade at that race. So I figured out, okay, I can take the Gatorade at New York too. Mm -hmm. and, and it'll be, it'll be good enough. That sort of thing. I finished that in 340 which is good. It wasn't a Boston qualifying time, which made me mad. That was my you goal. You finished, which one was in 340? Uh, the Towpath The Towpath one? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I finished. And this is October. This is yeah. about a month before, mm -hmm. right? This is a month before. Okay. It was October 8th, and uh, New York was November 5th. So right. they don't recommend that you run two marathons that close together, but I feel like it did really prepare me for New York. So going into that, the next few weeks, what's your, what's, what's your program? Your nutrition, you said, is maybe changing a little bit. Like, can you talk about that a little bit? Do you do anything with the nutrition, too? Yeah, so I, um, I'm i actually very particular about what I eat. Uh, I eat pretty strictly paleo. 
Mm. Um, I did around a whole 30 when I had surgery just to keep my diet kind of on track. So I didn't gain a bunch of weight after, you know, I've been, surgery. I've been getting into paleo more off more lately too. Yeah. yeah. I, I really like it. Um, I've recently had to add back in gluten-free oats and rice just because I need some type of carb. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Cause I was strictly vegetables before, but I had some blood work done and, um, my iron was really low and that sort of thing. So, but yeah, I, I eat pretty strict um, like full time, like w- whether you're training for a race or not. I mean, I guess every day is training for it. You seem like you're in, like, this is your life, the like, big part of your life now. So it is. you're probably kind of quote unquote, always training at this point. Right? Yeah. For the most part. Um, you know, I, I had some tier, some time after New York this year where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what do I do with my <laughs> life? I'm, I'm out of a marathon training cycle. Like I actually did a post on Instagram about it. And that was how I ended up hiring my coach because everyone was like, well, you need to talk to Becky. Like Becky's one of my teammates and she's actually, she's qualified for the Olympic trials um, wow, three that's times. Awesome. That's awesome. Like she's, she's really, really good. So, so you go and you run New York, mm-hmm. your husband's with you in New York city. Uh, you have any friends and family too, or just the two no, of you? Just my husband. And he, okay. He was in the grandstands. You know, um, when Shalane won, he was yeah, in the grandstands. That's awesome. And he had no idea who she was. Yeah, neither did I until <laughs> after the new. And now I want to run the New York Marathon because of her and Kevin Hart. I mean, <laughs> they, you know. Uh, okay, so let's get into that. You you ran the New York City Marathon. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, there was fifty thousand six hundred and forty six runners. Mm-hmm. 50 and of that you're talking about some of the most elite runners in the entire world yeah. coming in from all over that are running in this race so if you're running in new york you're going to have your casual runners mm-hmm. but you're also going to have the best of the best so you know there could be several thousands thousands of the best most elite runners in the country you placed well you ran the marathon in three hours 23 minutes yep 323.13. 323.13, which is a seven minute and 46 second mile, yep. pace per mile. Mm-hmm. Um, and you came in out of 21,059 female runners, you came in 465th place, mm-hmm. which is the top 2.2%. And you came in the top 7%, 6.97% overall, mm-hmm. 3,500 out of 50,000. Yep insane that's your first marathon ever yeah well my right? second or your second after yep. the to- but mm-hmm. um you know six seven months prior you're yelling at your doctor you better get me ready <laughs> yeah. and holy shit you run a marathon in, in less than three and a half hours you, you do this is clearly um the, you know obviously your best time and what happens from there like are you happy with that and and what's next yeah i i mean it went better than i ever expected it to like going into it i was really nervous just because i typically run really early in the morning so new york i didn't start running till 9 50. you know it's not like a 7 a.m race like you get bust i had to be there at i think i had to be a bus at like 5 a.m get bust over yeah to... i've seen like the pre-game and these warm-ups we'll call them yeah before the race i see all these watch all these youtube videos there's mm-hmm. a million of them it looks like a pretty rough <laughs> like a rough experience just to get to the starting line yeah yeah you have to get bust there you get like all of your bags inspected you have to bring in like i had like an rx bar and a banana for breakfast so i had mm-hmm. to bring that in um and you just have to sit around and wait for like hours 
you know, they had they had therapy dogs there though, and I didn't have my phone because I don't carry my phone when I run typically. Uh-huh. So I had some lady send send my husband a picture of me with his dog. He's like, I just what is that? Run. What is a therapy dog? What does that mean exactly? It was just they're just dogs. Just to make you feel. Just to make you happy. Yeah, make you happy. <laughs> kill some time. Yeah, it was yeah. so funny. But yeah, he just got a random picture of me with a lab. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. So, so you don't care. So you okay? So you do the race, no headphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, what time did you actually start the race at? So 9.50. Nine, so you leave at 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Five hours later, you're finally starting the race. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Like, was, for people that don't, like, you have to have endurance just for those five hours, right? It was right? not enjoyable. Like, I tried to find people to talk to. I actually met someone that I follow on Instagram. Like, I looked over, and she's just sitting there. Her name is Jess Runs. Of all, just randomly. Yeah, Jess Runs Happy. Um, she does a lot of like Disney races and stuff like that, but I look over and she's there and I'm like, I, you're like, uh, this is meant to be, I guess. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) you don't know me, but I follow you on Instagram. That's so funny. (laughs) So I talked to her for a little bit and just tried to keep myself occupied. Did you do better than she did in the race? Yeah, yeah. Of course you did. That's but <laughs> that doesn't matter. I no, mean, she, it doesn't. She finished it. So. That, that, that is the most important part. Um, so you're doing it. Uh, you start at 9.50. Mm-hmm. No headphones. Mm-hmm. And um, no phone. No phone. Because a lot of people run. Do you, do you use like a, the waste with bands with water or anything? Or what do you do to carry? I Okay, so I found out the hard way to not put my gels in my bra. <laughs> At the towpath marathon, we, we could probably have a whole episode put on, on this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have a permanent scar, like on my chest, from having a gel in my bra during that marathon. Oh, so geez. I carried my gel in my hand, and I carried it until mile like 17 when I took it. So you didn't use it until 17. Until 17, I used and one, Gatorade. One packet? Then, that's it? Just one packet. Wow. So I used Gatorade until then. Like I think mile eight, I started doing Gatorade, and then I alternated at water stops, which I think made that go by a little faster too. Uh-huh. Like every other water stop, I'd take a Gatorade and then I'd take a water. Do you ever stop for like thirty seconds, or are you running the whole time? I was running the whole time. Uh, the one girl I was running with, uh, she was trying to run a three fourteen. Okay. So I was trying to work with her to make her not go out too fast. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to stop at the bathroom at mile nine. So we stopped at the bathroom real quick at mile nine, then popped right back on pace. So. That's amazing that's absolutely incredible but she split wow. off from me at mile 13 and she ended up running a three three fourteen. like wow she, she, did, she did awesome it. she negative she split it. it like crazy yeah. like i held back <laughs> so does that but, th- so the 323 so you're running mm-hmm. and you're you have nothing just you're carrying a packet the whole time mm-hmm. and the crowd right yeah the crowd back to the crowd again can you talk i mean can you go into that a little bit more yeah i mean everyone had signs there were dogs there were cops there were just like all sorts of different people there were a lot, of, a lot of little kids so like in order to like with a marathon you don't want to go out too fast and that's what i did at towpath was i went out too fast because i was just so excited so in new york to hold myself back i tried to smile the whole time and i tried to high five all the little kids because I thought about, like, my girls and how, like, if they were at a race like that and someone high-fived them, they would think it was, like, the coolest thing in the world. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. So, like, any little yeah. kids that were holding out their hands, I tried to high-five them. And I tried to say thank you to volunteers. Like, I just tried to occupy myself and be happy and, you know, interact with the crowd a little bit just to Absolutely. make it so I wasn't going too fast. And, and so the crowds, is your name on your bib? No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't do that. You know, everyone said to do that. I didn't do that because, like, they said to write your name on your shirt. Well, I had my Wazelle singlet, and I'm like, I'm not going to write on my singlet. Right, So right. I didn't I didn't have that. But but the, the fans are cheering. Yeah, they're, they're yelling at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just maybe that's what maybe that's what really carries you on to be able to do these, you know, these ridiculously – 
amazing. They, they say like race day, the energy from the crowd could really be the difference for you, you know, finishing in a, you know, three and a half hours versus three hours and 20 minutes, for example. Right. Yeah. I mean, th you really feel that energy. Mm -hmm. I've always been curious about that because I wondered if I do the full, if I do a marathon, would I, would I do it with the headphones? I feel like I would because I, uh, that's all I know. Mm -hmm. But I also heard that it's, you really don't need to with with the kind of crowd yeah with the big ones like that i mean if there's so many people cheering you on you wouldn't be able to hear that unless you yeah. don't like that sort of thing i think it just depends on the person that's amazing but yeah i knew like my teammates um that weren't running it were at mile 23 so like once i got to mile like 17 or 18 it, my whole goal was like i just need to make it to mile 23 like they'll be there, they'll be cheering, that sort of thing. I can say hi and. And all then that. you see yeah. them, and you see them at twenty three, mm -hmm. and that's the boost you needed to just get through the rest. Huh? For, the, for the most part, yeah. um, mile twenty three is the beginning of a hill. Uh, um, do you use Strava at all to track any of your running? I don't, but I'm familiar with okay. it. Okay, yeah. so there's segments in Strava, and you can name them different things. So like all the ones for the New York Marathon are named like what they are. the The segment at mile twenty three is named Bad Fred LeBeau Bad. Because it's like... Because it's like so ridiculous that you got to laugh yeah. about it. Yeah. And it's not an incline you can see. Like you just, you're going up and you can't see it, but you really? can feel it and that sort of thing. So oh, that geez. was just, but from that point on, it was just getting to Central Park. And then once you're there, you're like, all right, yeah. the rest, this is all mental. This is truly yeah. all mental at this point. I've yeah. come 25 <laughs> miles or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So after New York, that's your first marathon. Mm -hmm. Again... You just had started running two years prior with two surgeries, mm -hmm. a full-time career, kids, family, friends, all these things you're juggling. Mm -hmm. You go and run amongst 50,000 runners, some of the most elite runners in the world. Mm -hmm. You come in the top 7% overall, top 2% of all female runners. Now what? Now what's next? Yeah, <laughs> Besides the Christmas Story 10K at the, you know. Yeah, and that was how I felt. <laughs> like, so... Like the following weekend, I did a half marathon after New York. Um, oh it, it was one I had won the year we before. Should just end, we should end this now. I, I, <laughs> so I did it's that. Crazy. Like just as like I, I wanted to do it, you know. That you sort did of New thing. York. Uh -huh. You went to New York for a few days. Mm -hmm. You come home. Did you do a shakeout run the day after the New York? I did or not. We didn't. walked 17 miles, though. You walked 17 miles the we, day after. We walked so oh far. Oh, my gosh. And I think that actually helped me recover. Because, like, we just, I was on my feet, you know, it was keeping the blood flowing, that sort of thing. But we walked all over the place. Oh, so my God. That's we amazing. Saw, we saw all the maybe things. Maybe that was, maybe that might have been better for you. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah. So then the Tuesday after, I, I ran again. Are you but, home now on that Tuesday? No, no, still we are still in New York. You get home, what, Wednesday, Thursday? We got home Tuesday night. Oh, okay. Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday or Sunday, you're running a half marathon. It was Sunday. That's unbelievable. So did you do a few runs before that? Just to... Yeah, I ran a little bit during that week. I didn't run a ton. And I was back at the gym um, doing some stuff, And then stuff you ran too. a half marathon like an hour and a half again? Yeah, it was 131. Jeez. Unbelievable. So then you're doing that, and then you did the Christmas Story 10K, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, which is, like, like I said at the beginning, this is how I came across your name. <laughs> you come in ninth place out of 1,276 people. Mm-hmm. Number one out of 753 females. Number one. Um, at a six minute and 15 second pace, you did the, the, the uh, 10K in 38 minutes, 44 seconds. Mm -hmm. That's astonishing to me. I mean, this is just crazy. Like, you're like an outlier because, and don't take this the wrong way by any means, 
when I think of a female runner or male runners even, to be honest with you, in the top 10 mm -hmm. of any race that's, you know, most of them I think of as real skinny, mm -hmm. somewhat frail type people. You don't have that. I mean, you're doing CrossFit, you know, you're, you're active. By no means, in, in the most the most respectful way, you do do you have that? I'm not it, built like a runner. No, at all. not at no. all. Like you know, and I consider myself the same way. Like I'm not. People look at me. They like, oh, you run, ha ha ha. Like yeah, man, I'm trying. I'm trying to run. I'm trying to. <laughs> but uh, but it just you're you're an outlier in that way. You don't look like a runner. You look more like a CrossFit or just someone that goes to the gym. Mm -hmm. um, and then you've got all these other things that you're juggling. On top of the fact that you've had surgeries, like significant major surgeries in two years, you just started running a couple of years ago. It's not like oh, the me the muscle memory was tucked away for like seven years because you took some time off. You had kids, and yeah, you never had that. Mm -mm. And to you, this is just like no big deal, <laughs> right? When it's yourself, it's hard to to yeah. really appreciate it, right? It, to like it, understand how different it is. It yeah. is like I just you know I just run and. You know, no matter how fast or slow I am, you know, it's just kind of the thing I do. I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? I had to, I had somewhere where I was going with that, <laughs> yeah. and I don't. I don't you just you just do it. You're an outlier yeah. for sure. Um, so oh, I was going to say, okay, so um, Allie Kiefer, if you look her up, okay. she's freaking incredible. Um, she's a CrossFitter too. She ran the New York Marathon, came in second American woman to Shalane. Wow. In two twenty nine. And she is built like me. And I keep telling my husband, like, Allie Kiefer is my spirit animal. Like, right. she, like, I... That's your motivation Yeah, now, right? I want to qualify for the Olympic Trials Marathon in 2020. And, God damn. like, that, you have to run, <laughs> you have to run it in a sub two, you have to run a marathon in sub 245. So that was, I was going to ask you, did you yeah. qualify for, uh, from the New York, did you qualify for Boston from that, or? I did. Um, the awesome. women's time Congrats. for Boston is 335. I qualified by 12 minutes. That's awesome. So I get to go in 2019. Okay. April 2019. So you so. got some time. Yeah. Just don't get hurt. No. Yeah. No, I won't. <laughs> no, I have a, I have a coach now and she won't let me. So you've got a full-time coach or, you know, a coach that you've hired for, and what's that process like? Uh, do you get together with them? Is it virtual or are these it, people with you? Yeah, it's virtual. It's virtual. Um, I know I know her though. Like okay. she's she's a teammate um and she just basically puts together a document that, you know, tells me what I need to do every week and then I build my cross training into that. And how did the Wazel thing come to fruition? Yeah, um so you just have to apply for it. Okay. Um, and it's just, you know, they they pretty much accept everyone. So, ah, okay. Yeah, it's, So you're doing some brand, like like uh you're like a brand ambassador or yeah. for lack of a Yeah, but I love them. Like in New York, I got to meet the CEO of Wazal, Sally, and she's incredible. Like she's the coolest person I've ever yeah. met in my entire life. Like even my husband loved her. Okay. <laughs> so she's big into design and like the different design and stuff like even, you know, just like down to the tiny little details on the clothing. That's She's awesome. Into that, so. So, the new year is tomorrow, mm -hmm. and uh, what does what does that do for you? Uh, twenty eighteen. I assume your ambitions are high. You already told us about Olympic, you know, trial qualification. <laughs> um, where do you go from here? Because you're thirty one, mm -hmm. um, and what is your ultimate 
What is your what is the ultimate goal for Alyssa at this point? Yeah, so short term, um, I want to get my half marathon time down below like 125. So I want to do like a 124 or below because that's what get you, gets you qualified for like local races for like elite status. Mm-hmm. So it's usually like 124 is is this the the point there? Okay. Um, I have. So you're just a couple minutes, two three minutes from that. Yeah, I'm three point. minutes yeah. from that. Okay. Um, and then um, I have a marathon in April. I want to run that in sub three. The goal for that wow. is to run it in a sub three. So I mean, those are short term, long term. Like I said, I want I I'd like to qualify for the Olympic trials. It's really hard. Like I mean, it's two forty five. You have to run it. That's you have to run insane. a marathon at at the pace I ran the Christmas Story run at. You have to run a marathon. That's right. So you did so, it at six point two miles. You got to do it at twenty six point two miles. You got to do twenty six point two so miles. Twenty at that more pace. miles. Yeah. So it's just learning to get comfortable at high speeds like that. So I mean, that's an overall goal. I think the next Olympic trials marathon is in twenty twenty. So I have a little bit of time, but I was like watching the results from the California International Marathon and like looking at the women's ages that Mm. qualified. And there were like some that were in their 40s. I'm like, I have time. There you go. I can do that. You've got it. You've got it. And and you have some type of crazy natural ability to be able to keep your heart rate even at that pace. It's it's really something. I mean, I know you're probably like, it is what it is, but it's for most people, it's uh, it's really impressive. have you considered doing anything with like the social media? Are you trying to build like a more of a social media following or thinking about doing your, any of your own online coaching or anything like that? Do you have a website? I don't. Um, I'm actually getting uh, my Roadrunners Club of America um, level one coaching certification in March. Oh, great. I'm going to go do that. Okay. Uh, and I just like people ask me for running advice all the time and I, I don't. I don't feel qualified to give it almost because it's like, I'm not, I mean, I just started doing this, you know, I kind of know what I'm doing and yeah. I'm, I'm working with And you're still figuring coach. out like what works best for you. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and people at our gym and stuff will be like, well, what do I do for this? And it's like, well, um, I, I, I could tell you, but I don't want to be wrong or anything like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. Um, okay. so I would like to help other people. And if people want to reach you on uh, social media, how do they find you? Uh, just my Instagram handles, my name. Which A L I S S A K O L A R I K. Yeah. Okay. And that's uh, Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter as well? Yeah. Okay. I don't use my Twitter a ton, though. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Instagram seems to be the place mm-hmm. most people are going these days. Yeah. I really like Instagram. Um, do you have a website? I don't. Okay. Um, I thought about starting a blog. Um, I have it kind of started. It's just a matter of actually yeah. publishing it. I, I don't know if she has enough time for anything else at this point. So <laughs> I it's know. Just, it's uh, hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's, That's amazing. I keep thinking doing. I want to write like race recaps and stuff like that, but it's yeah, just like. That'd the, be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. When do I have time? I have a feeling that I'm not going to bet against anything that you have your mind set on. So <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to see you doing quite a few things still. I mean, like you said, you have time. I mean, it's not too late. And again, I want people that are listening to be able to walk away with the same mentality. Hey, I don't. it doesn't matter if I start at 25 or 35. Mm-hmm. I can do it. And, you know, you might not end up running uh, uh, in the Olympics, but you might be able to go run a marathon a year from now. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. right? I mean, what's... What's your best advice to anyone that hasn't started yet? Just start. Besides just start. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. get out there and do it. Like, make a goal. I think the biggest thing with running is if you start running but you don't have a goal in mind, then it's really easy to fall off. But mm. if you start running and you sign yourself up for a race, whether it's a 5K or half marathon or a marathon, you're more likely to, especially since you have, now have money invested into it, you're more likely to go do it. Absolutely. And keep up with your training and that Absolutely. sort of thing. So just sign up for a race and start training. 
Um, I think it's great advice. I think that your story is awesome. I'm really glad I found you know came across your page and um, can't wait to see what you'll be doing in 2018. I'll be watching. Hopefully, a lot of other people will be. Um, couple last couple questions and then we'll finish it off okay so i'm going to just throw out some quick hits and say the first thing that comes to your mind uh best running shoes uh the well i have the i have the four percents the nike vapor um oh gosh vapor fly four percents but uh-huh. uh the ones i train in for the most part are new balance zante v3s gotcha okay uh best apparel brand What's that? <laughs> that's too, that's too easy. <laughs> uh, what's been your favorite race that you've run so far of all of them? New York Marathon. They're not even. Yeah, what, what, how about outside of New York? Oh goodness, um, I really like the Columbus half. Mm. Um, and it, I heard that's a pretty good crowd for the Columbus compared it, to Cleveland. It I heard is, it's better. It's really cool because it's it supports Nationwide Children's Hospital. Okay. And there's patients at every mile marker, and you can high five them. And anyone can go register for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Um. Final question for you. Okay. Uh, advice you'd give to your younger self, let's say, you know, early 20s. What, looking back, what would be your best best advice? Um, oh, gosh. Just to have more confidence and believe in myself more. I think that's been a problem my whole life is just, you know, confidence and, and believing that I can do things. So the more, <laughs> the more you believe you can do something, the more you can put it into action. And that's why I started writing my goals down. Like I wrote down, I want to win the Christmas story run because then I had like this thought in my head, you know, I want to win this. I'm not going to give up on my goal. Like I, I need to, you know, push and get through it and just do what I set out to do. That's awesome. So write down your goals. First, visualize it, <laughs> see it, believe it, write it down yeah. and then just go for it. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me.